Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. I'm Roberta Foster. And today I welcome Hannah Anderson to Author's Corner. She's written the book, Heaven and Nature Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World, which is published by B&H Publishing. And she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. A little bit about Hannah. She is an author and Bible teacher who lives in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia with her husband, Nathan, and three children. And she co-hosts the Persuasion Podcast, which addresses cultural, theological, and more mundane issues from a Christian perspective. And Hannah's goal is to encourage believers to think deeply and broadly about how the gospel transforms every area of life. Now, the book is also illustrated by Nathan Anderson, uh, who is an ordained minister and holds a master's degree in theology and leadership. A native of Southwest Virginia, he's most at home walking in the woods, working in his garden, or birding with the Roanoke Valley Bird Club. And I wonder, um, Hannah, if that had any influence over the style and theme of your book. (laughs) Well, Roberta, that is such a good question, and it actually gets into the background of how my writing took this turn. Nathan is my husband, and one of the things that really connected us probably 22, 23 years ago when we first met was that we both grew up in rural spaces. Um, I grew Mm. up in Pennsylvania. He grew up in Virginia, but when we met, we were both out of our natural context, Mm. and we were more um, in a suburban space, in a school, and when we started talking, I found that we had this shorthand. We understood certain things um, about each other almost immediately because our backgrounds were so similar. Mm. So for a long time, it was kind of the way our relationship and our marriage started, um, just connected by these kind of unspoken, um, you know, knowledge of the natural world. But later, as we um, built a family, as I started writing, I started noticing that these themes of nature and creation kept popping up Mm -hmm. in my writing, even when I wasn't intending for it to. Um, We, about 10 years ago, moved back to the area that he grew up in. Um, He was pastoring a church at that time. And so it's been almost the logic that has run through our life together. And in God's providence, really has become part of our creative process, too. Um, His art always tended toward kind of natural imagery and natural Mm -hmm. art. My writing would take that. And at some point a couple years ago, I just looked at him and said, you know what? I think we need to work together. I think we need to, um, you know, really help develop this conversation and invite other people into what we have kind of been gifted just because of our backgrounds. Well, I will admit that looking at your devotional from the angle of creation and all of that, it's it's unique and will really have a pull toward people that are uh, more naturalists and love God's creation and enjoy being in it. So tell us about the fact that you chose Joy to the World as the hymn that includes Heaven and Nature Sing and how you pull out the nature um, context in that song. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right to highlight that, Carol, Joy to the World. Um, my writing was already kind of trending toward natural themes and trying to marry um, two conversations that were happening in my life, which was um, ministry and a deep love for scripture and theology in context of the natural world. And, and it just occurred to me that there was a unity here. If God created the world and God gave us the scripture, then those things should be telling us the same thing about yeah. God. But when I was thinking about the next project I wanted to take on, somehow I was stumbling across and meditating on um, the hymn Joy to the World, and there was this little switch that flipped for me that said, wait a minute, what if we took this a little more literally? You know, what if we tried to ask questions about the natural elements of the Christmas story? What if creation was also welcoming her king and mm. celebrating with us? Um, so that kind of led me in that direction. And then I realized very quickly that the core truth and message of this season is really that the Creator came into His creation, mm. that God came to the earth, took on human flesh, inhabited the material world. And that's really a, a truth that is very unique um, with, within the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. So it felt like it was all coming together, the themes of my previous writing, uh, attention to the natural world, but also this understanding that at the Christmas season, especially in Advent, we're already kind of looking toward um, the Incarnation and the Savior coming into His creation. Well, we have more to talk about with Hannah Anderson regarding her book, Heaven and Nature Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World. It's published by B&H Publishing, and you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. So one of the things about an Advent devotional, just the word Advent and how it's not as commonly participated or celebrated as it has been in years past. So tell us um, how you are writing this book to um, bring people back into that preparing for the Christmas season rather than rushing through it. You're absolutely right about the kind of disconnect between the way Advent has historically been celebrated and the way we tend to celebrate the Christmas season now. Um, I didn't grow up with Advent other than having maybe a countdown from December 1st to December 25th. And that was more often um, kind of like a a ramp up to Christmas. So mm -hmm. it was more about getting little pieces of chocolate or a little gift or something each day to kind of um, get to the big crescendo at the end. And that's really a little bit different than what I'm inviting readers into with this book. Um, historically, Advent has been a time of quiet, of reflection and meditation, of turning our minds and heart to not just Christ's first coming, but His second coming by paying attention to all the ways that our world is broken and why we even need a Savior. So it is historically a little quieter, a little more melancholy or reflective um, kind of time. And that's why some of the hymns we sing, like maybe O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, have that kind of minor tone to them mm -hmm. in these first few weeks. It, it is a time for us to pay attention to the fact that we even need a Savior. Mm. And so 
instead of feeling like we have to pack all of our celebration in before Christmas, mm-hmm. Advent actually invites us to a, a slower, more reflective um, entrance to Christmas so that by the time we get to Christmas, we'll be ready um, for the gift of the Savior. Mm-hmm. Well, Christmas brings on a lot of different emotions, some very joyful and others not quite so happy, depending on past celebrations and things of that nature. Um, so for those who are not feeling quite the joyfulness of the season, but maybe even just the pressure to be happy, um, what kind of advice do you have for us? Yeah, you know, what's beautiful about Advent is that it invites us to acknowledge both our need of a Savior and our human limitations. It really focuses us back toward kind of confessing the fact that, you know what, we aren't as happy as we feel like we're supposed to be, and things aren't perfect. Maybe we've lost a loved one who is not with us this Mm -hmm. season, and all of the joy and celebration around us kind of puts a pressure on that pain. And so the curious thing about Advent is it's not, it shouldn't be understood as an obligation, you know, as one more thing to add to your Christmas celebration Mm. calendar. It's really an invitation to rest in the grace of God Mm. to the degree that we can acknowledge our pain and our Mm -hmm. limits. And what's curious about um, thinking about creation in context of Advent is that Romans 8 tells us that the creation is groaning and longing, waiting Mm -hmm. for redemption, waiting for the children of God to be revealed. So there's almost this sense in which creation itself is inviting us into and giving us permission to groan and long with it. Um, And ultimately, our hope is in Jesus Christ, both coming as a baby and coming again as our King. But you don't get to that hope unless we have this space and permission to be honest about the longing that we feel. Well, Hannah, tell us about the devotional itself. How is it structured and how do you encourage people to use it? Yes, and that's such a great question because I think we're all coming to Advent from slightly different backgrounds. Um, I, I tell folks who are Advent curious um, that they can pick it up and try to weave it into their Christmas celebrations. If you don't have regular Advent rhythms, this is not something that is should be an obligation. Um, it's something that you can add to what you're already doing. So there are 25 essays in the book, and if you're not accustomed to more liturgical patterns, you can just pick it up on December 1st and read from December 1 to December 25th and you'll arrive at Christmas. For folks who are familiar with more uh, liturgical or historical rhythms of Advent, who celebrate the four Sundays of Advent before Christmas, the book is divided into four sections. So you could take one each section. Um, This week, for example, is uh, hope. So this Sunday is focused on hope, and then faith, um, joy, and peace. So you could break it up that way. But what I also like to tell folks is if your experience of these weeks before Christmas 
is anything like mine, you'll start with the best of intentions and forget about it and lose it and pick it up maybe a couple days before Christmas and sit down in the middle of the gift wrapped and binge read through several. And that's fine too. (laughs) So I really want it to be a resource and help for people wherever they find themselves this Christmas, um, not something else to add to their list of things to do. As you've already mentioned, some people don't have an Advent tradition or anything like that. Give us another suggestion on how to make this Advent season one of peace and joy in somebody's life. Well, I'll just reiterate what um, I've done in our own family's life, and that is recognize that this season is an invitation to acknowledge our limits. And so if you're in the middle of preparation before Christmas and you find yourself like just at your wit's end, it's okay to stop and say, you know what, this is as much as we can do. So for my family, that Mm -hmm. often looks like a very countercultural timeline. I know a lot of folks will decorate mid-November, maybe right after Thanksgiving, But for us, we don't get around to it until Mm mid-December. And I know that that for some folks may not be what they want to do. But for us, we just gave ourselves permission to say, this is when we can do this. This is when it makes sense Mm -hmm. for our family. These are the limits that we have. And so if nothing else, just giving yourself permission to do what you can do and recognize that part of what we're celebrating is God coming to us and making up all the things that we can't do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I really appreciate you stressing that fact. Uh, again, this is to help bring that peace into our existence as we celebrate the wonderful gift of the Lord's birth. Hannah, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find out more about Heaven and Nature's Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World. Sure. Um, Folks can find that book and a lot of my other writing on my website at sometimesalight.com. If you want to just land there, um, there's links to all kinds of other things. That's sometimesalight.com. But you can also find the book on major um, distributors. It's on CBD, on Amazon, um, B&H, the publisher, is selling it. So, So it's available in a lot of different places. You may even be able to order it through your favorite local Um, bookstore. Um, But if you want to just find a landing page, you can find me at sometimesalight.com. Wonderful. So one more time, the book is Heaven and Nature Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World, written by Hannah Anderson. And we certainly thank B&H Publishing for giving us a copy to talk about today. And Hannah, it's been a real pleasure and uh, real appreciate your insight into this season that we are enjoying today. Well, it's been great talking with you, Roberta. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.